0: Welcome to So Here's The Thing, where we share candid conversations that lift the veil on what it takes to find success, even if that means sharing a few unpopular opinions. I'm your host, Laila Amati. Grab some coffee or a cocktail, and let's get real. Hey friends, as we wrap up 2020 and head into 2021, which is insane to say... I think we can all agree that this year held so many challenges and sometimes it's easier just to kind of wipe the slate clean and not think back on a hard year. But I thought that I would share with you guys just three amazing things that I am taking into 2021 with me that I learned from this insane year that we've all experienced together. So, a few things before I dive into my three lessons that I'm taking into the new year with me. I wanted to touch base about something I shared on social media. I shared something on Instagram about how I thought it would be fun if all of us just agreed as a collective, um, you know, online business owner community to not share all of those amazing yearly recaps that we typically share. So, what I meant by that was the whole idea and concept of you know 2020, a year in review, look at all my amazing work, look at all my amazing clients. I think that's great. And if that's something that you did, there is no shade coming your way. I'm excited to see what your year looked like. But for those of us who maybe had a different year where it just looked a lot different, you weren't working with a lot of the same amount or volume of clients where maybe you struggled with your income or you were working really hard on shifting your business or making changes in direction of your business, I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of encouragement of you know a virtual long distance hug of you're gonna be fine and it's okay if you don't have a year-end review the way that you typically would have or would share Um, that's totally fine and i'm not doing that either now on that same note i wanted to share some encouragement that even if you're not publicly sharing a recap or a, you know, big brag of how amazing your year was, or even just a vulnerable post of how difficult your year was, I do think that it's important to look back and reflect on what worked, what didn't work, what you want to continue doing in the new year and what you wanna let go of in the new year. I know it's sometimes easier just to wipe that slate clean and pretend it never happened, but I think it's so much more beneficial if you can take some time and actually like look back on what worked and what didn't work. So with that being said, I am going to talk with you guys about the three lessons that I'm taking into the new year with me the first is something that i've actually always said to myself to my students to my peers but i feel like i realized it just on a whole different level this year like i think it was just just so much clearer to me now that our businesses truly are all about the long game it's about longevity and we need to focus on that longevity because i know that it's hard where we all want immediate results we all want immediate gratification we all want to grow our businesses in, you know, as short amount of time as possible to be able to say like, oh, I went from part-time gig to $100,000 a year in two years. Like, yeah, that's all awesome. It's great catchphrases. But if you really sit and think about it, most of us as small business owners, what is the long end result that we want from this? Most of us probably want to be able to say that our businesses are going to be thriving 10, 15, 20 years from now up until we retire, right? And so with that in mind, I just think it's so important to remember and continually remind ourselves that it is not about immediate results of gratification. It is about the longevity of our businesses and making sure that that matches up with our lives. I really learned this a lot in 2020 when I realized like, oh, my clients are not looking the same. My business is not looking the same. I'm not bringing in the same numbers as I usually do, especially in the beginning when when we were all forced to stay at home. So, I realized that a lot when I when I was trying to make those shifts in my business and I found myself working so much more on my business and so much less in my business. And then in the fourth quarter, somehow I ended up bouncing back and bringing in more income than I usually do in the fourth quarter and booking more clients than I usually do for the next year. And that being said, I really think that it's a result of the fact that I worked on that longevity. I worked on that long game and I stopped worrying about the immediate results. Of course, I'm not saying don't worry about making an income, but I just think it's something worth thinking about. Um, How much are you working on your business versus working in your business? The second lesson I'm taking in with me is rest. So this is something that I talk about a lot, rest versus hustle, hustle versus rest, the buzzwords, the amount of Instagram, beautiful quotes that we see lettered on a daily basis that's like, you can hustle. No, no, now you need to rest. I do think that rest is not only imperative and necessary, but it's also not something that you should fear. And so that's the lesson that I'm taking with me. I tend to fear what happens if I take a long rest. Like if I take a long break, if I take a sabbatical, if I take a vacation, I tend to fear what's gonna happen to the business. Now I of course do have my team. I have a small but mighty team. If you are all on your own, that fear is probably even more prevalent. I know Know that it was for me when it was just me behind my business, but it is something that you need to be able to take. If you do not rest, I talk about burnout a lot. It's just something that is so much more difficult to bounce back from than it is to prevent. And I think that the best way to prevent burnout is to actually focus on getting the rest that you need in your life and in your business. So I'm definitely taking that lesson into the new year with me, just trying really hard not to fear rest. I was forced to rest this year. As I mentioned, when we were all staying home and I wasn't able to work with the clients that I was working with in the same way that I was working with them, there was a period where I was forced to rest and lo and behold, it actually benefited me so much for my mental health, for my physical health, um, to be able to focus on my home and my family and my myself was a beautiful thing. And so I really don't want to discount that in the new year. I want to be able to take that with me and not just double down and triple down on work in the new year. All right. And the third thing that I want to talk about is diversifying your income and your revenue streams and how this is not just a buzz phrase. It is so important. I know that there are a lot of coaches out there. I know there are a lot of course creators out there. I know there are a lot of people out there who are telling you consistently, diversify your income, bring in multiple revenue streams. And sometimes we feel like it's just a sales tactic or we feel like it's just a buzz phrase. And we feel like the actual intent behind it is something that we don't really want to be affiliated with, but it is actually, so important. And the second part of this is that knowing what else is important is pruning away all of the things that are not working for you. And when you tie those two things together, that's where you get some magic. So diversifying your income and creating multiple revenue streams while at the same time pruning away things that are not working in your business that are not bringing you what you need and being able to put those two things together. Now, diversifying your income and bringing in multiple revenue streams is something that a lot of people think is a one size fits all, you're gonna do it the exact same way as your business coach Or as your course creator has done. Um, And that's just untrue. Really, what you're gonna wanna do is sit down and think about what is actually working in my business right now? What do I love to do? What am I passionate about? And how can I actually expand upon those same offerings and create a diversified income? I know that I personally teach creative educators how to teach. You don't have to teach, you don't have to add education into your business to diversify your income. Maybe you add on products, maybe you expand your offerings and Create a more thorough experience for your clients to where they can then become higher paying clients. There's a lot of ways that you can actually diversify that income and add in extra revenue streams, whether it's passive or not passive. So I think it takes a lot of brainstorming. I think it takes a lot of thought. And I think it takes a lot of delving into working on your business, not in your business, as I mentioned in one of the previous lessons I'm taking with me but it's definitely worth looking at, and it's definitely worth not dismissing. I just think it's so easy to be dismissive of buzz phrases or catchphrases. If you've noticed, I have not used the word pivot once in this episode. I I just feel like at this point it has lost its meaning, and all I hear is Ross from Friends yelling pivot in my ear all the time. I, I think it's really important to actually take the time to learn how to shift your business in a way that serves your business and serves your life as an individual. So those are the three lessons I'm taking in, and of course I have a bonus because I just thought of it as I was talking nonstop to you guys. I want to also say one thing about not undervaluing cultivating friendships, even over distance. I've created some amazing friendships over these last nine months of being at home virtually. So I've met people through courses that I've invested in. I've met people through communities that I've joined and we have just hit it off and become virtual friends. I know that Zoom calls can take their toll, but whether it's Marco Polo or Voxer or just messaging one another, I've been able to build up amazing friendships that I'm excited to continue to expand into real life once we're able to travel and do all the things that we once we're able to so easily do, but just not undervaluing cultivating those friendships, whether it's near or far, whether it's virtual or in real life. I mean, there's just so much value to be had there and so much amazing growth that people can bring into your life and into your business if you allow them to do so. So that is definitely something I'm to take with me into the new year as well. I hope that this was helpful, and I hope that you guys have had an amazing year, even with all of the trials and all of the hardships involved with it, and I hope that you have an amazing upcoming 2021, and I am excited about all of the great things to come. Spoiler alert, we are hosting something amazing here in a couple of weeks. It is a virtual conference, and there will be more details of that as well, but if you want to be the first to know, just hop over to my newsletter. You can find it at soheresthethingpodcast.com or at leiliamadi.com and make sure to sign up to be the first to know about our virtual conference. It's going to be free. It's going to be amazing. So much content is coming your way and I am just doing everything I can to ensure that we all, you and I have an amazing 2021. So happy new year and I will see you guys in the new year. For show notes and resources mentioned on today's episode, head to SoHere'sTheThingPodcast.com. And if you're enjoying the podcast, I'd love to read your review on iTunes. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll catch you in the next episode.